great. I'm glad you're laughing already. <laughs> All right, so I am Rashad. And I am Keisha. And this is Hanging with the Joneses, special episode. Episode number six also is going to be the Mother's Day edition. If you have a child, birthed a child from your vagina or elsewise, have somebody else's child with you, you love children, or you're in a position where you take care of a lot of kids, even though you may not have your own, happy Mother's Day to you. Thank All you. of you guys are mothers. Aunties, everyone. Sis, godmoms, you know, like whatever, grandma, great-grandma. Mm-hmm. Friend of the family. Yeah. Hey. Happy yeah. Mother's Day. Like, if, if you take on any sort of maternal role in, in some child's life, even if it's a grown-up adult, happy Mother's Day to you. Seriously, like, we love you all. Moms are great. Um, today, um, since it is Mother's Day, um, we're going to basically be talking a lot about um, this mother right here. <laughs> yeah, she's a mother. So... <laughs> We're going to be talking about... Oh, you was about to curse. Ah, like ah, yeah, it was a double entendre. Yeah, I'm glad you caught on. So, um, I'm not going to curse, though. It's, 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 it's going to be based, basically around, around Keisha today. Just a quick update. Just want to check in. Everybody know. How, how was last week for you? Well, smooth. Good. No complaints. Cool. How about for you? Pretty good. Um, <laughs> how, how was your mother's day? Oh, it was the best Mother's Day ever. I mean, it was a weekend, right? Oh, yeah. It was the best Mother's Day week. (laughs) (laughs) Best week ever. It was really, really good. And, you know, despite the quarantine. I mean, this was better than when we wasn't on lockdown. Yeah, I mean, you got to... I'm not going to get in detail with all the things that I did, but you got to be creative. Yeah. Way more creative. I appreciate Um, it. Yeah, and and even in that creativity, I was able to... um, I was able to find some runner sneakers too. Yeah. <laughs> See, he just announced this thing. He said nothing about it. And he's gonna wait until we front with we filming before he said about the sneakers. Yeah. And, and we found them at on on online. How about your show? We talk about that later. We talk about Play that later. Play this. My sneakers cost less than your less than No, your no, 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 no. <laughs> No, that we're not gonna average out. It was less it's than a Mother's all- Day. You, you did it. why? Because <laughs> it was Mother's no. Because it was Mother's Day, no. so you gave sneak bought sneakers for yourself. No, I bought these sneakers like what's the day? You gonna keep you gonna keep going, huh? You gonna keep going with this? No, but enough about me. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. Right. Dig a little hole. Oh, get no, deeper and deeper. I dig a hole. Don't worry, I'll make up for it for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really dirty. I mean, it's the truth. This is true. You want you don't want a dirty mind, <laughs> mom. Dirty mother. Anyway, shut your mouth. Oh God. <laughs> That's what you get. Really? Yeah. Good old late eighties references. Yeah. Um. All right. So again, focus on you today. Be candid. Answer the questions with honesty. When you were growing up, did you even want to be a mother? Uh, that's a difficult question. Um, I think part of me did, but when I, when they told me I would never have children, I kind of avoid that. Yeah. That makes sense? So yeah. it's like, I didn't want to get my expectations up of wanting to be a mother and then I wasn't able to have children. Cool. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, and as you were growing up, like what was your, what was your prototype of a mom? 
like, like, what would you deem as like, yeah, like that's a mom to me? It was it was nothing I want to um, copy because I didn't think I would be a mother. Um, but I would say my mother was between my mother and my grandmother. They really was that prototype for me. I um, mean, they were black, so they were black parents. I mean, you can get a whooping at any time. Um, and I was just even thinking about this. You know, church is really, really a big thing, um, and laying the foundation of church. And my mother, it's my mother and my grandmother. They were the ones that. If you're going to go to the club on Saturday, you're going to church on Sunday. <laughs> so, no. But I would say both my mother and my grandmother was kind of the model for me. Cool. So, with that being said, how do you think that those two matriarchs kind of meld into what you view as motherhood today? As, you know, having your own kids and whatnot. Well, it's definitely a lot that I copied them. No, um, not really noticing. For instance, I was thinking about this, like my mother was school. School was like a huge thing. Like when we was in, when I was, I was the only child for a while before other kids came along. And my mother used to make cassette tapes before that, cassette tapes. And she used to put me in the room and I just listened to these cassette tapes all day long. It might not have been all day long, but it felt like that for me. And it was like ABCs, what's your name? And, and I was like, I would never do my children like this. Now being a parent, I don't use the cassette taste, but I'm very much kind of school. It's like really essential. So a lot of stuff she did, like prep me for school, I do. I do it with my children. Even though when I was younger, I was like, I would never do this. This is torture. I do. Yeah. And I, it wasn't even like, I'm going to do that. It was just like, oh, crap, I'm doing the same things my, my mother did. And I would say my grandmother, she was the help me get out of. And <laughs> <laughs> you that because she's <laughs> no, she, so my mother would have me those doing those tapes, and my grandmother would rescue me. It's like, nah, breathe, leave her alone. And I can say sometimes for the kids, I'm that to them as well, especially when you know they getting it from you. I'm kind of like, wait, no, let's think about this. So I can see how both of them play, and they spoiled me, and I think. I do that for my children a lot. A lot. And I put a lot of stuff, myself, in the back burner to make sure. I can't say they have their needs, of, not even needs, their wants are fulfilled. Yeah. I can't even say needs, fulfilled, wants. No, definitely not needs. Mm -mm. Kids don't need money. Um, good answers, by the way. So... With with that, with needs being met, wants being met, how do you, as a mother, handle just the, the the daily grind of being a mother? Like aside from being a wife, and aside mm -hmm. from being a, um, you know, a, a working mom, just a mom in and of itself. And you know, even going back, I said to me, being a kid, uh, being a kid, my mother. And my grandmother made it look easy. I didn't think parenting was that hard. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I really didn't. Wow. And think about it, as a child. As a child, you know, like, I mean, it ain't hard raising me. <laughs> 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 and then when you get children who are like you, you're like, how did my mother do this? Like, how did she do this? 
this is hard. Um, so it being a parent is trying to. Obviously, I always want to be my children's role model. Uh, when they ask, you know how they do school assignment, ask who's your role model. I don't want my children have to search for it or look for someone they saw on TV who don't know. Yeah. I always try to be their role model, and that is not by me being perfect, but being transparent. So I, I, I'm more transparent, and I allow my children to express themselves more than I was allowed to when I was a kid. Okay, and um, in, in what way are you more transparent? Like, if I'm having a bad day or I'm feeling sad, I tell them. Like, I'm feeling sad because da, 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 da. I tell them, it's not, and I think it took me a while to get there. It's not wearing the superhero cape and feel like you got to keep everything to yourself. Because even with that, I want to, I, some of the things I went through as a child, I don't want my children to go through. However, the things I went through as a child made me who I am today. And not to say, without that experience, I would be who I am. Right. You know, for I, for instance, I remember I used to do in home. Yeah. And remember, I was kept hearing my mind. Um, it was in the car. I was in the car dropping the client off, and I kept hearing, "Get out the car." And this is the time before I knew, really knew the voice of God. So I'm like, "Okay, no, I'm tired. I don't feel like get out the car." And he's like, "Get out the car." I'm like, "No, I'm talking me and God. I didn't know it was God. So this is me in us thinking, in us self talking." So I'm like, "Okay." And then God said, walk her to her door, decline me. So as soon as I got the car, grab the bags, they started shooting around my car. And the thing that I was sad about, but my mother kind of reflect, helped me put things in perspective, I didn't get scared. Automatically, a plan popped into my mind of what do I need to do. And it was about a certain area where it's not a lot of lighting. Um, so my thing, I was like, okay, let me run in the middle of the street. So if I, if I get shot or anything, I will fall in the middle of the road. So somebody would have to stop and see me as opposed to where my car is at. I won't, you know, no one would see me if anything, I get shot. And afterwards, plan worked out, got back to my car, went home. And remember I told you, I was like, I'm really sad that I wasn't scared. My first thing was to go into a plan. And I was like, and I told, and I even told my mother that, like, Ma, I, w- I went into a plan of, what should I do? I wasn't even scared until after the fact. I'm like, oh my gosh, can't believe it. And my mom was like, no, you better be thankful that you went to plan because someone else, that could have been your life. And just that perspective, because as young I've seen a lot of people getting shot. Yeah. You know, just that perspective flipped. I was like, oh my gosh. So I have to, going back to my children, I have to be, not that I want them to be in a situation where they have people shooting around them. But I can't create such a bubble for them that when they go out in this world, they they don't know what to do at all. Yeah. Do you think? Um, do you think that that you could have done that kind of like um, unknowingly or unbeknownst to you? Could have done what? Create like, a bubble. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm popping that bubble now. Oh, definitely, I have created that bubble. Like I'm the mom. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. I don't want like when they on the um the playground and they on the monkey bars and stuff. I'm like this way, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I'm like this. And Rashad's like Keisha. Like look how old they are. Leave them alone. So now I'm kind of a little bit like therefore they get up. You know, I'm not so much now. I'm not as loose as he is. Like we go to the park and he's like, 
come back right here. No, we ain't coming back right here. I'm following them, and I need to always see you. And my call, I got certain calls I do. When I do that call, you need to respond back with another call. Yeah, I'm like that. But I did, like, my oldest, I let her go into the, um, when we go in the malls, I let her go into the stores by herself now and let her purchase her own items instead of doing it for her. So that's improvement. Major. Yeah. And Sue is going to be going out with her friends. Which is different here because, like I said, I'm from New York, so we wasn't driving. So going out with her friends here may be her driving with her friends or I guess we'll drop her off. Or riding, yeah, so, you know. Yeah. Don't be in the driver. Dash. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Time is... <laughs> yeah. That's 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 really good. So, going back to motherhood and and growing up, what do you think was the most challenging aspects of motherhood for your own mother? Just like like thinking like um, retrospectively, you know, as an adult looking back at it now, what do you think was the hardest part for her? The hardest part. I would say managing work life and being a parent. Because um, my mother's also a social worker. So sometimes social workers long nights. Yeah. Um, so being able to manage how you be there for your children, but also the state is kind of requiring you to be there more for their children than yours. Um, but I, I think she has, when I look at that, I said she has more of a benefit. And if she will agree with me, she had more of a benefit than I do. Because even though that was a struggle, um, she had a lot of support. Because my grandparents, my father, his family, you know. Whereas opposed to us, it's kind of like, it's just us. So if somebody got to work late, it's like, one of us can't. It's just like no option. <laughs> True. And it's like, no, even like when one of us got sick with my mother, she had her parents to fall back on, you no know, siblings to fall back on. But, you know, with us, it's kind of rock, paper, scissors, shoot, see who's staying home that day. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was more, yeah, that makes sense. Definitely makes sense. With, um, Lena's my next question. What has been the, the hardest aspect of motherhood for you? Not having really su- much support. Not, that's been the hardest. It took me a while. Remember before, that used to really bother me. Now, it's kind of like, oh, I'm in my own world, you know, and I got support. Um, but that was the hardest part of being a mother. Like, when my children were sick, I couldn't be like, I'm taking them to mom or dad can do this. Or, you know, everything had to be over the phone. There was no, like, Skype or face-to-face time in, at that time. Um, so that was Face-to-face the, time? Face-to-face time. Face-to-face. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was the hardest part for me, not having that my family around. But it's, even though it was hardest, I... Nothing. That's what made me the mother I am now. Because I know if my family was around and I had them to lean on, I would have abused it. Like, it's like, Mom, I'm going out. See you later. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now yeah. It, I have to be independent. Like, there's no other option. It's no, I can't blame Mom going out. Mom and, Mom and Dad in New York. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, and, and so in, in response to that, how did you like, how did you transition from 
I really wish I had all, all the support to, I've settled into like, all right, like this is my life. I have to accept it as what it is. I cried a lot of days. To <laughs> 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 be honest with you, um, and then when I took when we did take the kids to New York, I was like, I can't. Um, I think our children are so country now that I don't think they would thrive in New York. I don't, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, so my thing is I have to do it because it's for them. You know, how, how many times we went home? I'm like, should we just move down up here? Should we just move back home? But I really believe I wouldn't be the mother I am. Also, I don't think my children would do well in New York. And even my mother was like, nah, stay where you're at. You know, it's just certain obstacles. They don't have to worry about being here. True. Yeah, there's definitely some, some definitive pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And the, the cons outweigh the pros. I mean, I, they, our children, when they go to New York, they actually call them country. <laughs> That's their <laughs> nickname. But it's like stuff like New York. You're not really driving. You're walking. My girls are like, why are we walking again? <laughs> it's like, what? And then I'm Madison, the first time we walking, and she saw, like, dirt on the street. It, like, hurt her soul. She was like, Mom. Why would they do that to God's creation? Why would they act like this? Why is it so dirty here? And she tried to pick up everything off the street. And I just like, you, we in New York, baby. You can't pick stuff up that's on the street. Then you got you, you let it go. Let it stay there. No, it's okay. No, it's my get it. Right. <laughs> but that really hurt her soul. She almost forgot about that. And seeing dogs use the bathroom on the side. That really, she was like, Mom. This is God creation. This is how these people treat it. <laughs> and to remember the first time they took a train? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, our children are so. And those are things like I never thought about because in the being from New York, like taking a train is not a big deal. If you saw how their faces were when we took the train, you would thought we was pushing them down like an alley or something. They were so scared. And I'm like, what? And I'm getting upset. Like, what are you scared for? Come on, get on this train. And you know, New York is fast, and we trying to hurry up. Like, hurry up, get on this train. And after that, I was like, this is their first time on the train. <laughs> That's why they're scared. It's a mess. Right. Going under, like, it was like, go underground. So, I think, I think, I, I oftentimes, I always say, I want to move back to New York. I'm getting to a place now where for my children, I think it's good and it's also good for me, good development. And I think we do have so much of life here now that to go back to New York is really be starting all over again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, not even just, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so what part of motherhood, looking back at, you wish you could have got earlier? From me providing for my children, or no, just in general, like like what part, like motherhood that you understand now that wish you okay, what part of motherhood that you wish you understood at the beginning that that you get now? You you know I really wish I was more of an advocate for when like with Desiree with her medical condition and even knowing more about her. That's the time I really kind of reflect and go back like with her medical stuff. I really wish I knew more about it and we could have prevent a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? We call our oldest our test child. Because some stuff. <laughs> this is like, the 
second child, I was like, okay, we know not to do that because when we did it with the first child, <laughs> that didn't work out. Man. So those things, I really wish, or her medical stuff, I really wish that we kind of got a handle of that if we knew more about her medical stuff in the beginning. That probably, I would go back and think, that probably would stop a lot of the stuff she has to go through now. Yeah, and even getting into the next level of that question, what, like, thing about mothering or, like, being, or, like, you know, like, the way you parent, like, you wish you was known back then that, that you know now? I don't have to create a, a bubble for them, a perfect bu- bubble for them. Um, and it's okay to be transparent, because in the beginning, I was not. I was not transparent. I felt like you should hide all struggles for kids. Kids should always think it's um, raindrops and bubble gum. Like, they, everything should be the perfect life. But what I understand that on... Gumdrops. Gumdrops, yeah, I said gumdrops. I couldn't I think of it. Raindrops. Yeah, whatever. They think, they think they should be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as I got older, and the ex, as she got older, and the expectations, I'm like, where you get that from? That's not realistic. Now I realize, oh, I created that world for her. You, you know, remember time, since she was only child, me and my oldest, anytime we went to the sneaker store, she was literally allowed to pull out the sneakers she wanted, we bought it. So when we had other siblings, it was really hard for her because... And she's like, I want these sneakers. Well, you, your sister needs sneakers, and you got And it's the hardest time that was hard for her. So I really wish I didn't create this whole in a bubble. But, not to say, it shouldn't be a bubble, but, you know, thinking you're never going to have children, and then you finally get one, and you don't know what's going to happen again. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is my baby. Oh, so, my gosh. So that was your reason why? Yeah, I think so. Not, I don't think consciously I knew that, but looking back, I'm – Pretty sure that was one reason why. Yeah. But I was going to ask you, like, why did you even do that in the first place? And then, well, all her medical stuff. Oh, see, so, okay. Reason I'm so it was fear. It was fear? Mm-hmm. All right, so you were fearful of what? Well, her medical, like, um, her medical was going to get worse. I don't know how severe it was going to get. Uh, I was even that scared, that going to scare And I know you remember this about CPS coming in. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. It was just out of fear. No, really. Wait, remember when we took her to the, um, remember when she was doing that thing where she was shaking, looked like she had a seizure, and we took her to the doctor, and CHKD. Yeah. And it's like they were almost like they were trying to investigate us yeah, before yeah, they yeah, would tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a, a low key, like you know, investigation. Like, like, like a soft investigation. Yeah. yeah. And then when we called the doctor in the hospital, called the doctor, she was like, "Oh, she's allergic to her milk." So we can investigate it, and the doctor's like, "She's allergic to her milk," and not to say they called CPS or anything, but it was like. That was like the protocol. They yeah. Went, they went right into that instead of like, you know, really trying Tell to diagnose an issue. Like, 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 like it was fishing. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not stupid. And so you're trying to ask the question different ways to see. So it was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I could have another one. Yeah. And I had this one. So this is a miracle to like fear with her medical. Like, I don't want to get worse. I don't want when she's had that look like she's having a seizure. I don't want that to happen again. You know, I don't know how far it can go. And then CPS, I don't want CPS involved. Nah, I do understand that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I don't think you never admitted to that ever in life. I did? Nah, definitely not. Mm. Um, you asked the question? 
probably. <laughs> Lies. Pretty sure. Lies. Pretty sure. <laughs> like something that you should be divulging anyway at a certain point in time. Oh man, yeah, that was really revelatory. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Now. But I don't think it's never. Like you say, divulge. Um, it wasn't like a secret, but I don't think it was ever thought of either. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I'll give you that today. It is Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> so, so what would you tell, like, because you had your first child at 20 years old, right? Mm-hmm. What would you tell a younger mother? Not like somebody, like, you know, in a 28, 30 years old, hopefully you, you're semi-established by then. But somebody on the younger end of the spectrum, like what, like, like what are some of the pitfalls that they could avoid if, if you have, you know, so have a child that, that young? Um, I'm big on social worker. Use your community resources. Use your resources. A lot of people don't want, I don't want to go to my, my thing, when it came to my children, if any resources out there that can help, I was going to use it. As long as it wasn't anything demeaning or, you know. Yeah. Use your resources. Also, listen to what your parents say, but also be strong enough to kind of create a different path. So even though like some things um, I do that's clear, my mother, certain things I don't do that's not them. And, and I, I know in the beginning, there wasn't a liking to it, especially grandma, to what I did. Um, but I was okay with it. You got to be okay with it. So I would say follow your own path. This is your child. Um, also, open communication. Try to communicate, even when they're your child is young, talk to them. Talk to, and I think we did a lot of that. Like we talked to our child, even in this, you know, in utero. In this, yeah, yeah, we did a lot of talking. Um, education on big for me. Go, just maybe going back with saying you remember with um, Desiree like. Your voice. I can be asleep or I can be standing still. She can be calm that they meet in my stomach. And she would hear his voice and go go off. And she's like, like, she got excited when she heard his voice. So it was to remember it was such a point that you couldn't walk in the room and speak. And he come in, I was like, please don't talk today. I was looking at him like, don't talk. <laughs> like she calm. This is in my stomach now. Like she calm. Leave her alone. <laughs> And then you say, "Well, I went to sleep." You would play, you talk, and she get her riled up. And the room when I had her, um, it was a lot of people in my room. When she heard your voice, she turned her head and looked. And I was like, "Infants can do that." I didn't know babies can do that. Like after womb, and she heard his voice and turned and looked. Like I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was so revelatory for me about God." Yeah, let's 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 not make this a Father's Day. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's so revelatory <laughs> me about God. That was like, oh. Yeah, that was awesome. Maybe next month we'll do a positive episode. I doubt it, though. In June. Because nobody cares about Father's Day. <laughs> oh, I got to say this. They don't really care about me. Lame as holiday ever <laughs> created by man. Think of, like, give up to all the single mothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the, all, all the baby mamas out there, you know what I'm saying, holding down for their kids, <laughs> and they daddy ain't there for them. Like, cool out, yo. We'll do it. we do a holiday Oh, my God. Go ahead, next no, question. I don't even want to do it. <laughs> No more questions. We're done. No, mm-hmm. like, all right. So, talked about early on. Talked about. Um, okay. So now, just okay. So, when you do have difficulties in regards to being a mother, 
and how you're doing things and how you perceive you're doing. Okay, how do you get out of having mom guilt? I know a lot of mothers mm-hmm. are super guilty about having to have a job or mm-hmm. have a life or just wanting to do things for themselves. Like, how do you get out of, you know, being... Okay, because mm-hmm. you have single, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you have, like, you know, married or whatever. If you had a wedlock, it's okay. Then you have, you know, marriage, Keisha. Mm-hmm. Then you have mom, Keisha. Mm-hmm. Then the you Keisha, have, Keisha. Yeah, regular Keisha. So, mm-hmm. so how does Keisha... Reconcile. Not regular Keisha. I just, <laughs> it's not regular Keisha. Phenomenal Keisha. So how does so how does phenomenal Keisha reconcile and not be you know parent out of guilt? Oh, that was hard, and it's still sometimes really hard. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, one discipline is discipline. So even if I'm having parent guilt, if I tell you don't not pass code. Don't collect two hundred dollars. That's what I mean. Even inside, I might go and be like, Michelle, I feel so bad. I said what I said, so I don't let them see that part. Um, and I do. I did, especially when I tell you when I worked at night, I did have a lot of parent, um, mom guilt. You know, I they used to come visit me and they're like, see you tomorrow, mom. I used to cry. I did, so I kind of did stuff extra because I, but also I had to. Swallow that mom guilt. So, okay, I worked at night. In the morning time, I volunteer at the school, so this is a way for me to see them. Um, even now, I work far away from their school. So a lot of times when they have parenting programs and stuff, it's during the day. I can't not go to work every time they have something at school. Yeah. Um, and you know that bothers me. A lot, like I don't want my child, and I'm big on support, and I don't want my child to have a award ceremony. And every parent's there, and no one's clapping for my child. So when they went to other school, their aunt made it easy because their aunt would take pictures, and their aunt and uncle take pictures and be there. So that made me calm. Like I didn't have any guilt, but now I just make see. Also, my kids about money and privileges. So what I do is offer them. Okay, since you got that award for such and such, and I can't make it, let's go out to eat to celebrate. Yeah, it must sound like I'm able to. You're able to make to, it. To make it. I, that always bothers me. Like school, I'm like, why have an award ceremony like one o'clock? At one thirty. Yeah. Yeah. A parents teacher conference. Parents teacher conference at two. Well, <laughs> how about everybody else? Then? Like you know, most of your parents are teaching. I mean, are 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 working. Yeah. And even you being a teacher, like you have parents, you gotta be for your parents' teacher conference. But how about our children? You know, how, so that's one thing I didn't. I still get like, why have parents and teachers conference at like two? Yeah, so guilt. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I try not to let it guilt. Even going to their schools and picking them up, and they like, can I see your ID. <laughs> to my soul that still does but I just don't let it impact my parenting like especially come to discipline yeah. even like we did a little TikTok video and my daughter put put mom and an arrow pointed to me he said she said because most people don't never see my mom <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
my god. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, she did that. I was like, who made it? Yeah. <laughs> she said, I'm gonna show him this is my mom. I was like, so a lot of people assume he's a single father anyway. It's hard out here to be single dad. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's <laughs> so hard being a single dad. <laughs> but, okay, my oldest go to the school he works at. He's a you teacher. Gotta, you ain't got to explain No, I do. My, I do. You ain't got to explain my, my, my This is parents without the guilt. <laughs> my single fatherhood. <laughs> this is parents without the guilt. My older daughter goes to school right beside the school he works at. So he takes them to school and picks them up. Because by the time I try, I leave the house early. And I'm the first to leave and the last to come. Yeah, so I basically, let me explain, because you messed that all up. I, I take my youngest to um to school. I'll drop off our middle child. My older child goes, we work, I work at the right. same school she goes to high school at. So, like, you know, I have the kids. Yeah. I am the prototypical single father. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. You're going to be out there in YouTube land. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, not land. Land, my TV land. So, I know. So, um, I I still get that, and it doesn't. Some no, sometimes I do correct. I'm like, what? I'm the mother. I do, I do sometimes. But it doesn't bother me as much, and I can't let. I can understand why people say that because you don't see me much in the schools. You security risk. (laughs) Keep it up. Random black lady taking these kids. Where's Mr. Jones? Like I said, (laughs) Mr. Jones. (laughs) Like I. So I understand you. You really don't see much in the schools, but I know the schools. Most of the time, I contact. They, you don't see much in schools, but I'm the point of contact. Oh, well, we hear you though. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm the point of contact. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, I give you that. (laughs) They they may not see you, but they definitely hear you. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna read it. So that's how I make up for that gap of feeling guilty. Like, okay, I can't beat it physically, but I call the teachers, I email the teachers, you know, hey, what's going on? How you know, keep me up to date. So even the admin doesn't know me, usually the teachers, they know my voice. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that that was good. I mean, because a lot of a lot of moms I see parent out of guilt and I think is 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 so um it's it's a parent but 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 it's not um but they don't see they don't it. see it. Yeah. They, they, like I tried to tell you I'm like, yo, you got some parent out of guilt and you was very non receptive to what mm. I was saying. It's about boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Because children are children, human behavior, when they see there's a gap, they try to use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. once I realize, oh, <laughs> I'm kind of parenting out of guilt. Yeah. And yeah. they see it. Yeah. Like, I had to put in boundaries and like kids are trash, man. Like they don't care. They're gonna try to Yeah, they're gonna try to But we do it too as adults. Yeah, yeah. We trash too. <laughs> <laughs> we it's human behavior. So when I boundaries. Yeah. I have to boundaries. So I, a lot of times, you know, they might express, you know, such and such was there. And I just say I apologize, but you know, I just that's how I did. Remember, I was like, I apologize, and you know, I want to be there. I always want to be there, but I can't always be there. But you know what? The lights you cut on, that's a, a result of me going to work. When you say I want a new pair of sneakers, that's because I went to work, and you know how long I got to work <laughs> to get that new pair of sneakers. So when you go and lay down, and you see them bids, that's because, so that's when I had to make it realistic. So that, I have to say, that's the reason I can't 
always come to everything because I have to work so you can get this stuff that you need yeah. and want. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I think I was wrapping this up. Like, I think you've grown so much as well, thank you as a mother and just as a parent overall, and it shows. Like, like even like especially like, even and we'll talk about this in another episode. Just basically talking about how you um like merged to the rough times. Even when 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 you were going through 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 your rough patch with your health, you still were a very active and present parent. And I salute you for that. Because I would not have been. I'm like, bro, like, I'm done with fatherhood, man. Man, get on my face. I got to get me right. <laughs> and I would have been so selfish with that. And I respect you. I respect you way more just as an overall person. Yeah. Like, right, like, like through that. And, you know, through sometimes tribulations, it helped you to develop who you are. Either I can overcome it or I can succumb to it. Yeah. And that was my healing process. That was the only two options I had. So still doing all the out here. And a little bit of my process, I lost my sight. And the one eye was open, the other eye was closed. And the one that I had my sight in was the one that was closed. I couldn't open. And I was doing it here like, <laughs> literally, I, I'm laughing now, but I wasn't laughing then. Oh, you really want to do this? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, really? Parts may have been like... <laughs> Even just walking up and down the steps and this all this medical stuff happened right after I had the last child and having to be home alone sometimes and had to walk them down the steps like okay I'm either gonna cry or she's gonna cry. she's gonna need milk she's gonna need a pimp like I'm gonna have to do something so even like counting the steps and scooting down the steps with her in my hand yeah like scoop <laughs> I know we got 12 steps one <laughs> Two, three. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You didn't tell me that either. Yeah. A lot of revelations. Oh, yeah, I didn't, oh, yeah, I didn't tell me that. Me that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you definitely should have told me just out of sheer safety for my child. And endangered her. I'm going to stop right here today, guys. <laughs> this has been another episode of Hanging with I the Joneses. Something else. I am Rashad. I'm Keisha, and happy Mother's happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hope everyone. you guys have an awesome day. We'll see you again next week.